0: Welcome back to the Girls Talk Egg podcast, plowing through the manure that is online. I have an exciting treat for our listeners, all four of them. More
1: for us. That,
0: that Yeah, more for us. Hey, it's National Donut Day coming up. Tomorrow. So it's well, a yeah, treat. yeah. Right. Tomorrow. This will be, it'll be in the past for everyone. But you know what? If you try hard enough, every day's National, day. day so, National Donut Day. Every day National Donut Day. I have Karen here. Hello. And I have Jen. Oh, Gent. I always feel awkward I don't call you Gent. Like, you're like, my nickname's Gent, damn it. And I'm like, Jen, yes.
1: No, it's kind of a silent time.
0: It's okay. That makes me feel better. Yeah. Birdo always calls you Jenny. And I like uh, that. Yeah. I don't know why. Mike's special, I though. Like-
1: yeah. No, Mike's special.
0: <laughs> In a multitude of ways. In a multitude um, of ways. So... Our supreme guest, speaking of special guests, look at that. We have Mr. D. Wayne Faber (laughs) of Twitter fame. Yeah, look at that. We have a hot mess dad nag. We're so excited. Not only a hot mess dad nag, we have like the most famous uh, Twitter guy here with us. And he doesn't even have to play trombone for his cows. Like he, he's just famous because of his wit. So say hi to our listener, Dwayne.
2: Hello. Hel- hello, hello, listener.
0: Yeah.
3: It's,
2: I feel it's awkward. Actually mom.
0: Just say hi, Angie's mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, she's a nice lady. Um. So yeah, I feel awkward. We talked about this prior to getting started. Uh, which one of you, was it Karen that didn't know that you even had a first name? He's like Madonna. <laughs> I'm just like, like favor? <laughs> we, we just call him Faber
2: in my That's head. That's right. Got going to blend in in the background. So I don't That's know. Just it.
0: So I'm yeah. not quite sure what to call you yet. Maybe by the end of the show, we'll get it figured out. So, uh, so Mr. Faber, tell us a little bit about yourself. You are the dad of three adorable girls,
2: right? Yes, yes, I am. Is it three? Yeah. Okay,
0: that was awkward for a minute. You were a little slow well, to respond. I thought I was wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, to be honest, I friended him on Facebook like an hour ago, so I was talking. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on, I'm not even kidding.
0: I have his phone number now, so I get to breathe hard and heavy and then hang up. So that'll be fun. But <laughs> yeah. tell us about yourself a little bit. You've got obviously a gorgeous wife because your girls are absolutely beautiful um and she's so in, she's tell us about you. did you catch that <laughs> yeah i was I, gonna say tell I us did. about the night you slipped her chloroform and work with her long enough to get uh what's that syndrome where you, you fall in love with your kidnapper that one tell us about that
2: <laughs> how that all worked for me yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I'm calling.
0: laughs>
1: stockholm syndrome yeah we're in
3: a hostage situation we're not sure yet <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's weird she that I know that next time. Oh, so, yeah. Tell us a little yeah. about yourself because you're half Canadian, too. So, I mean, there's a lot going on. You're from Washington, so you're obviously high right now. Um, and <laughs> so, I mean, there's just a lot of stuff happening. So, fill us in on the world Which, by of the way, favor.
3: We're visit, so, oh, yeah.
2: man, world of favor. Right. Yeah. Are you? You should You should come out. there. Yeah. I, I've got uh, I've got two pot shops and two bikini baristas so then, like, Uh, about an hour of my house. And then also a, uh, a tattoo parlor. So you guys come over here. We'll have a heck of an afternoon. Oh, my
0: gosh, yeah. That would be fun, actually. I know. Sign me up. Everyone in Iowa just clutched their pearls hearing that. Um, just <laughs> so warn- did Chris Campbell. Just warn the girls, edibles hit you differently than actually smoking it, just so you know. So don't go for oh. the second brownie just because you don't feel something the first go around. I may or may not be speaking from experience. But anyway, House of Favor, tell us some more.
2: quite the rabbit show there no the favor favor household's doing good the uh yeah i've got a lovely young wife got three beautiful daughters it's all maternal genetics um i didn't contribute much to them so that that was pretty fortunate for that um how i met my wife i I met her on tinder really um actually no no just kidding (laughs) this was like (laughs) a good story
1: i was hoping that was true
0: yeah, that was, no, Carl and I told over we met on farmersonly.com. Reality it was Twitter. But anyway, continue. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it no. Was, so it was farmersonly.com, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually not really exciting at all. I was I was working at a uh, like a cheese plant. I thought I wanted to be like make my own cheese one day. And, uh, until I realized like making cheese is 90% sweating over a hot bowl of milk. (laughs) Yeah. The the other 10% is cleaning. Yeah. And so, but, but it was a really good experience, good people to work for. And then, uh, yeah, just talking with the coworkers there and we'd argue and we'd banter and go back and forth. And so they actually invited me to their like church study group. And uh, so I went to the church study group and my wife, Rochelle, was there and she fell in love at first sight. And uh, I, 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 I had to take a couple more trips around the block. But, uh, yeah, eventually, eventually I came back around, too. So I'm but. always
1: curious when people invite me to church. Church, like, do they really think I need that? They're right. trying to save right, your right. soul. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, they're trying to save my soul. After Not this podcast,
2: <laughs> after this podcast, I might invite all of you guys to church.
1: You probably won't anyone please, who has oh, listened to lie. us in the
0: past knows that uh, say, we aren't allowed you in most churches. Afraid of, like, it might get struck by lightning and burn. <laughs> Yeah, until you talked to us, you did not realize that much like bars, churches have lists of people who aren't allowed to return, and we may or may not be on a few of them. So so you guys met then, um, obviously fell in love.
2: Um,
3: So
0: was the cheese plant in
3: Canada, or how did you get to the U.S.?
2: Yeah, so I went to school up in Canada. My mom is Canadian, married an American, and then uh, my my parents dairy farmed in, in the States, um, they should have dairy farmed in Canada. I mean, make yeah. a living on fifty cows Florida. and yeah. have a yeah, have a boat. Um, <laughs> but no, he stayed. He stayed in the U.S. And uh, but then there was a small Christian school just right across the border. I was close to the Canadian border, and so I'd go up there for school. Um, yeah, and then uh, I was living in the states. I went to California two years for college. Uh, just a what is it? AS degree or I don't know, maybe even a BS. I don't know. I'm not four year college material. <laughs> and, uh, so I came back, did that. And then what was it? 2009, we got married and got married and then started up the dairy on my own or rented dairy down South, a little further South. Um, yeah. And then what was it? Three years later, first kid came along and so yeah we've grown the grown the business since then and uh yeah we dairy farm in the skagit valley now on on two separate farms do you? So, so how many cows do you have then total uh we're mil- we're milking around uh 1900 2000
0: okay nice how is it yeah. been? i mean how are things because obviously you know each state did you say 2000 yeah yeah Holy shit. And I
1: won't say the f-word, but that's that's a lot of milk cows. I mean, honestly,
2: with, with yeah, your- no, it uh it, it's it's a big business. I mean, I, I'm on two leased facilities just cuz I mean, for me, putting your money in cows, I mean, that's the highest return on capital. I'm still young. Uh, right. I'm still trying to grow, grow and expand and I mean, that's kind of the way to be. You have to be efficient. You have to you have to spread your costs over more units of production. And so, yeah, it's been working out well, so
1: so do you, and honestly, forgive me for my stupidity, because I, I read your funny stuff and think it's great, but um, I don't delve into people's, I only stalk when I need to. Um, <laughs> need, yes, need is a so word. So she's basically um,
0: saying she paid no attention to you until this very moment. <laughs> right. Oh,
1: no, no funny shit. I paid attention to the
0: funny shit. I laugh at your stuff.
2: You, you know, you know right, how to make a point feel special. You know, <laughs> I you know, how right? You feel special.
0: Just think about it. Now or- we know why Chris didn't get the twenty fifth anniversary present. He's his self esteem Exactly is right. But anyway,
1: <laughs> so so you're not organic, right?
2: No, we're not.
1: Okay, um, I'm just thinking about the the milk market right now. Two thousand is a lot. I mean, it's it's huge. You're huge. Wow. There you yeah, go. You can put that. In that's well. not what she said. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So do you, uh, do you have a niche market then, or are we just flat out, we, like I'm there with you working, or you're just flat out wholesale milk, hauled it out in tankers, and it's processed and labeled under other people's?
2: Absolutely, yeah. Well, so we ship okay. to a co-op, a co-op called Dairy okay. Gold, uh, and then, yeah, it gets made into, you know, local products here. I mean, fluid milk products, it also gets made into powder and exported Um, yeah, so it it kind of goes all over, but yeah, it's a kind of a co-op structure. Yeah.
0: We had a lot of conversations when the co-op bill was introduced.
2: Right. We did. Yeah. We went back and forth on that.
0: That was, there was a lot of conversation there that we had on, uh, um, you know, what was going on with the the co-op stuff because the, the removal of D-pad, uh, right, and the the tax bill had some implications for you, and so we both kind of were discussing what that would mean. Now, I never asked you did did the correction help you as well or no? Um,
2: I am not sure. Not I haven't sure. talked to you. Yeah. No, I have to go back. And talk. <laughs> at this at this point, we're just trying to make money. We're we're less yeah. concerned about trying to hide money. Um, right. But yeah. no, it, it, the, the D pad <laughs> was actually a pretty good deal for us since our co op exported a lot of uh, product. Yeah, and so we did get a pretty good uh, uh, tax benefit from that. So uh, yeah. even the, the new one though, we we had to change how we viewed uh, depreciation on cows, I guess, to maximize the the return on that that second tax uh, deduction uh, for the co-op. But <laughs> yeah, no, it I it, I think it's still pretty good for us though. So it still still benefit us.
0: Yeah, well, that's good. That makes me uh, it makes me happy. You know, I always hate. Uh, Um, you know, when people have, have a struggle and right now, any dairy person that you talk to is, is basically in a, uh, it's rough, right? I mean, are you guys overwhelmingly large, like, you know, if you look at Wisconsin and Michigan and stuff like that, and and right now, one of the bigger struggles that we're having, um, is just, they the big dairies continue to grow. So you know, like right. two thousand head is is almost small anymore in Michigan. It used to be five hundred was huge, you know, and then a thousand was big, and now it's like two thousand is is you're not almost not able to to meet the needs for cost of scale in in our at least in our dairy industry there in the state. Is it similar to you guys in Washington, or are you? I mean, are you are you concerned about that? Or do you feel like you have to continue to get bigger to to be able to compete, or how are you guys? You know, what yeah. are you looking at there?
2: So one thing that we saw is the entire West Coast. I mean, we, we've been at about a $2 uh, lower milk price than really much of the rest of the nation. In the Midwest, it was a lot of smaller farms. I mean, in Washington, the average herd size is seven or 800, and I would venture to guess that Wisconsin, Michigan, it's going to be closer to 100 or 200. Mm-hmm. And so what you're seeing is, I mean, obviously, there's more economies of scale with a larger operation, and then you had some big players move in, and the advantage that they used to get in the midwest of you know two to three dollars more per hundred weight than the west coast evaporated Mm -hmm. and so really they're 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 experiencing what the west coast of the united states has experienced for quite some time now i mean we've had mass consolidation for the last 10 or 15 years and that's why you see the herd sizes growing out here and and that's what's going to happen in the midwest too you know and and typically it went well in the Midwest and they got a premium was because they were closer to the the population centers. You know, you're you're away from Detroit, you get Milwaukee, I mean, New York, all that, I mean, requiring a lot of fluid milk. And so they've been getting a a premium for their product, whereas the West Coast, we have a lot fewer people and a lot more cows. And so our only outlet was exporting. And so export is typically the lowest paying product. And- and, and you're hearing about it because there's so many of them in the Midwest. You know, there's a lot of smaller, you know, even flat barns or 50 or 100, 200 cow farms that, yeah, they're really going through a hard time. And yet it's something that I would venture to say we've experienced that over here for yeah. quite some time. And and it's ugly and it's painful. And, I mean, I'm not going to say that it's been roses yeah. out here either. I mean, you've essentially had 2014, which was, I mean, the best year ever. I mean, there are several – events that kind of came together and and made a really good year but following that it's really been a break even to losing money you know you're kind of going on four years and so balance sheets now have ballooned back out again and we've we've lost what we made in 2014 Um, it's looking like it's going to turn around I mean last half of this year uh, looks like it's going to get a little bit better Um, but yeah just too many cows too much milk so
1: do you think consumption is a problem Um, I are we low on consumption? I don't.
2: I mean, there are statistics that say fluid milk consumption goes down, but when you extrapolate that out to yogurts and cheeses, we're actually uh, in, increasing a little bit on our dairy side. Uh, you know, butter fat is back. Butter is being consumed more now than ever before. Um, so, so on a uh, on a whole whole basis, no, it, consumption hasn't gone down. Uh, some of the problem was exports were booming. We were exporting a lot of milk, and then that dried up. And now that milk has to come home again, and, and you can't just turn off the taps. So you keep, you know, pushing milk into the storage units and uh, storage houses and powder, and mm-hmm. that that just keeps building up until prices get too low. Or and we beef out cows. You know, I mean, that's what it takes to turn it around, is to uh, be beefing these cows out and and reducing milk yeah. supply.
0: And that I mean that so that leads me to you know my mm-hmm. question or leads me to. Uh, um, what I love most is the <laughs> tweets about you and your banker, right? Because you guys are yes. besties and all that. So, so, we, so your tweets are based good. on reality, right? You guys are are uh, there's a lot of reality based like, please be my friend. Uh, do you love me? Yes or no, and <laughs> and things of that nature. So that it, tell us a little bit about that. <laughs>
3: Did you get him after a pot binge?
0: Yeah, right. I mean, we actually have
2: matching <laughs> tattoos, so.
0: Right, that's what, they show yeah, a red balance right. sheet, so they show a, a red P&L.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's telling me to diversify right? into yeah. the weed shop down the road. That makes so. sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I, I've got a really good relationship with my banker. Um, yeah, he's a good guy, he's very understanding. You know, he gave me the, the ability to grow and expand and do what I do, do what I've done. Right. And and that takes confidence. And, um, there's a, there's a lot of banks out there. I mean, we can keep them nameless, but they've got a bunch of black boxes that need to be checked. And, and, and if those aren't checked, then they're not going to take a chance on you, you know, and, and my, my banker and Robo bank in particular, they took a chance. I mean, they approved me to grow and expand. Um, and, and it's paid off so far. I mean, it, it you go through trying times and, and that's kind of the fun of the Twitter thing too, is that banker farmer relationship is always kind of an mm-hmm. interesting and odd one. And so my tweets are just trying to tap into that, you know, and then making fun of both sides. I mean, as, as farmers, sometimes yeah. we don't think like business owners yeah, uh, when we should. And so it's, you know, poking fun of, Hey, you know, I came in with my napkin and this is my you know projection for the year. And, and then at the banker side, I mean, they only give you money when you don't need it and, and just stuff like that. Right. Trying to tap yeah. into that stuff that resonates with people. Um, and, and it, I don't know. I always look at it. I mean, I'm trying to make people's day a little bit better, too, and maybe take a situation where, yeah, we are struggling. I mean, there is a lot of red ink out there. And so if you can laugh for a little bit, I mean, that's exciting, too. Right. And uh, yeah, you forget about your problems for a little bit for a little bit for the day. And so that's some of the reason why I do it, and I enjoy it too. And, and my banker enjoys it. So, and actually, <laughs> one of my tweets uh, made it to like what, the CEO of the company talking about the bank. And so it was pretty cool. You know, it's amazing how Twitter. You know, you send something out there, and it just gets shared. And somebody that followed me is a friend of the CEO. And oh, hey, you see this about your bank? And you know, it's it's just cool to hear those kind of stories. And that's the fun of Twitter is it reaches out and touches so many people. So.
1: So do you find most of your Twitter followers are farmers as well? People in ag? Or
0: have you been able to, connect with the consumer? Are you touching consumers? Yes.
1: Right? (laughs) Are you touching consumers inappropriately?
2: Um, You know what? It's really grown. I mean, I try and do a little bit of everything. I do the farmer thing. I do the... uh, you know, just being a dad thing, you know, and then just funny stuff that resonates with millennials. And so, and yeah, I mean, I've got the the 20 year old girl that follows me because I said something funny about, you know, whatever life or dating or or whatever, you know, and then I got the mom following me and, and then, yeah, the bankers, the scientists, I mean, I try and just reach everybody, you know, and, and just, and I don't know that I'm, yeah, I don't know that I'm an advocate. I mean, I want my worldview to be put out there. And my worldview is going to represent who I am. And some people are going to like that and some people aren't going to be like, are not going to like that. And
1: that's actually a great way to put that. An advocate, you want your world to be known. It's not, it just happens to be about ag. That's because that's really where your world revolves.
2: Exactly right. Exactly. Right? And there's not a lot of, I find a lot of people that are in ag that are just real people that are engaging and people follow them because they're engaging, you know, and and that's what I'm trying to do is just people follow me because it's entertaining. And then, Oh, by the way, you know, here's something funny about milk instead of, Oh, I'm an advocate. And here's the 18 (laughs) benefits of drinking whole milk. You know, please click on my article.
0: Let me pound my advocacy down your throat kind of deal, you know, or spend more time existing matches with other advocates that, you know, don't realize what they're doing to, to, uh, to the outside viewer, I guess you could say, in a lot of ways. And that's, so. Um, conversation yep. has been way too what serious would you say? from what I was expecting. I know, that's what I'm saying. So what would Let's you say about is that like, was your biggest, like. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. What was your uh, more, you know, successful tweet side of things? Have you seen that or not? But, uh, you know, what do you got going on? On that, like what, like you said, it's, it's it varies, right? So it's all over the place, kind of deal. Um Do yeah. you know what your best tweet ever is? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, what's your best tweet uh, ever? There.
2: Yeah. It. Uh, I've got it pinned. I mean, as far as most successful would be something like, uh, you know, I I've got it pinned on there. Something about a remote control starts the car or whatever, and then I said oh. it was me. You know, I was the oh, yeah. remote control. Um. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like. Yeah.
1: I couldn't get Chris to do that. <laughs>
2: Uh, you, you need to tap into some of your superpowers. You you you, you can you yeah. need to leverage that.
1: Yeah. He's immune to my superpowers. He probably
2: put in a real remote start before he did that,
0: huh? <laughs> I'm thinking. Carl and I have fights about that. He yeah. Th- he blames my remote start as for why I get crappy gas mileage. I don't really. I swear to God, some of the connections he makes. I'm just like, where did that come from? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Well, you just let it run forever. I'm like, that's not how a remote start works. Like, it only runs for ten minutes. Uh-huh. But whatever, you know, but what are you gonna do? Yeah. I guess. So so that's yeah. been your most successful one being uh starting the, the car one and I'm trying to remember. There was one that I just thought was hilarious and I thought it got everywhere and i i can't remember so i i suck
2: yeah um yeah i mean so one, one of the cool things about twitter too is you can go back and you can see the impressions like how many times somebody sees something <laughs>
0: right. you know and a lot of
2: times you get two three thousand likes on something which no yeah there's been no, a bunch of those i mean
0: i get 200 i'm like enough but, with the notifications thank you
1: oh my god i don't I even get 200 <laughs> yeah so I,
2: what yeah, no, you just start muting them. But if you look at the impressions, I mean, something with 2,000, 3,000 likes and, you know, 100, 200 retweets. I mean, there's 250,000, 300,000 people that are viewing your tweet. You know, not everybody responds to it. But, I mean, that kind of power is just amazing yeah. that you can reach out to that many people. I want power. Um, you want power. <laughs> I want power. I mean, I in the
3: brain scenario here with Faber trying to take over the world. Right. Yeah, I can't even. Yeah. I
1: can't even get my Casey's to put sprinkles on their damn donuts. <laughs> I got no power.
2: But I, th- that's the thing, though, with with Twitter, though. I haven't. I mean, I'm like the Girls Talk Egg podcast. I haven't been able to monetize it yet, though. Yeah. So uh, I'm not <laughs> we sure. We haven't uh, either. Sure to... We're sad. Yeah, I, 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 am not interested in it. I mean, I want to be able to post whatever I want without restriction. <laughs> damn.
3: You know yeah, because I mean? we're restricted. Uh, <laughs> if,
2: yeah. yeah that's right, that's right. <laughs> but then at the same time too i mean i enjoy speaking i enjoy public speaking i i could enjoy the speaking circuit but yeah you got i got a wife and three kids at home too right and yeah. i i really you don't want to right and the farm i mean yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's gonna that's that's kind of getting saturated now, isn't yeah. it? I mean, there's there's a bunch of them. I would say. Now.
0: I mean, obviously, but. we broke the mold. Um, you know, uh, I I but it is one of those things. That, first, first quality right, egg podcast, the fr- the right? That's
1: right. Don't
3: so, forget it.
0: Yeah, we required him to say that. By the way, listener, and I'm thinking um, you'd
3: probably be the only other one I would listen to if you didn't, though. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> right, that's what it, uh, that's what, uh, you know I I to me I I I don't know it's hard to express yourself to start it's the same <laughs> with starting a podcast like you want to try to get yourself out there how do you do that right now like the only way that I could figure out is Twitter for me you know what I mean and that says something like, uh, I like to be the best jest at Dollar General, I guess. I don't know, like Twitter fame, like that's what they asked me. It's like, so did you start trying to reach out to audiences like no, I started just to have a place to say things. Like you know what I mean? I
1: don't
0: know. I going down a rabbit.
1: My family doesn't listen to me, so I thought maybe be people out there. Right? Oh, which they
0: do, because I can't make farm wife feeds. I tried to t- take a picture of my meatloaf muffins the other day, which sounds really <laughs> dirty. It's not.
1: <laughs> it's not. It's not. That's a whole different a whole kind whole of different, Right? So...
0: But I couldn't do it. Uh, I just, I don't know how you do it, Jen. You're way better than me. But so, yeah, I mean, so you just, you like being on Twitter because it gives you access to people and you can have conversations and say funny things in less than 240 characters and move on, right? I mean, that's basically how you got started there. Yep.
2: Absolutely. And, and I mean, Twitter fame, too. I mean, everybody talks about it, but it's like winning the lottery right, yeah. at 95, right? I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah. now
2: now what? Right. There's
1: nowhere to go.
0: Congratulations. <laughs> right.
2: right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So, no, I mean, I'm I enjoy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little bit ADD, and so for me it works well because I'll have some like random thought, and you can throw it out there and yeah. then just walk away and be done with it. Um, right. That's the beauty of it to me. So, and then, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, it comes back to worldview. I want to grow followers just to, you know, show people who I am. I don't go into it with I'm going to make everybody – you know, know exactly what I'm doing and how hard I'm working, and you know my world. Yeah, yeah I mean, so it's fun yeah, to, I just to like put, put it out there, there and so
1: have something. No, <laughs> people to know how hard I'm working. Right. That's, the best way. that's
0: right that's I would right. be lying if I said I was working hard so there's been a couple times where I'm like I'm so busy I can't see straight <laughs> three seconds later tweets about bubble gum. like and so that's my problem like I am also AD you know what I mean so Twitter is like a perfect um place right. for me to be because there's so much going on. It kind of helps me with that sen- need of like sensory overload, so to speak. I don't know. It's hard to explain. I like it. Facebook bores me. You know what I mean? And and I can't complete a thought longer than 240 characters anymore. So I'm kind of screwed. It's ruined me. Um. So being a dad, <laughs> of course, to three little girls probably has its host of challenges that will only continue to get more awesome <laughs> as they get older. Um, but tell us what it's like. You know, give us your best uh, hot mess dad and ag story. We always ask your most embarrassing moment, and uh, so yeah, I want to I want to hear that because you have three kids, so that has to be there has to be like three right. or four of them.
2: Yeah, I mean, having having kids, it's it's amazing and it's scary and it's all that, right? I mean, you're going through life with somebody that's experiencing things for the first time you know, and and that's the fun part. I mean, but then you're also dealing with kids that are taking diapers off. I mean, playing with their contents. I mean, elbow deep in a toilet. I mean, crying over the littlest thing. I mean, it's like being a guard at an insane asylum and, and you can't go home. I mean, it, it just craziness all the time. So yeah, I mean, there's so and that's why it's so fun for Twitter too, is you can, they can say something just completely random and out there and you know, you'd go ahead and throw that on Twitter, and and it's funny, right? And they don't realize they're being funny too. It's just comedy g- gold having these young kids, uh, yeah, experiencing life and that kind of stuff. Um, my most embarrassing moment. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I got approval to say it or not. I will anyway. But, um, <laughs> you want me to say it? And but all of we you, we like want it. To say it. Yeah, we're we are cheering for
0: it right now.
2: Okay. No. So me and the wife, you know. Three kids under five, and you know we're we're about tapped out. I mean, emotionally, physically, all of that. So it, it, that was going to be it. Um, so Mrs. Faber scheduled me to go to the vet and get fixed. And so so went went ahead and go to the doctor. And I mean, it's a scary process. I mean, for a guy. I mean, I've heard it's it's about three times as painful as having a, a child. If you guys can relate to that or not.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I've heard stories.
2: You, yeah sources close to me have said
0: right yeah.
2: <laughs> no and so i go in and the uh, the docs said yeah i was in the navy and i've done about 3000 of these things and i have never had one go bad oh. and so yeah i mean that pretty 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 strong strong vote of confidence there and so okay okay go ahead do the deal and that it pretty was, much not sure
3: is going to go wrong
2: yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. I mean, the law of statistics or something. Uh, it's not going to be good. And so, no, went ahead, did the deal. And uh, and then, yeah, you got to go and bring a sample in, what, two <laughs> or three months later. And so I brought it in and I get a phone call from the doctor himself mm-hmm. about about 20 minutes later. And uh, he says, yeah, we've got a problem. It, it didn't seem to work.
0: <laughs> and,
2: and and you're going to have to come in again. So, so we rescheduled it. Go back in, <laughs> and as I'm sitting in the waiting room, I'm seeing like relatives go in and out, and uh, kind of kind of an awkward situation. Anyway, you know, you're kind of looking at your feet, and and then I have a a friend. Uh, his wife is a nurse at the doctor's clinic. Nice. <laughs> and so she's calling people in, and I'm seeing her, and I'm shrinking lower and lower into my seat, uh, hoping. And praying that she's not gonna call on me, <laughs> and uh, she opens the door. Yeah, Mr. Faber. Oh crap. So we go ahead and we go back in and sit down, and she says, "Yeah, oh, oh, second vasectomy. Wow, wow, yeah, that's that's impressive." And so, yeah, <laughs> the uh, she says, "Well, doc's a little short-handed today, so I'm gonna be helping with the surgery." <laughs> okay. And yeah so I, I, I don't know I feel like there's HIPAA rules that kind of right. you know cap her uh, so now I'm telling everybody this but but yeah definitely most the most awkward experience of being a father um, <laughs> I was going through that so and then Doc, too, I mean, he's not going to come back for number three, so he's got the meat cleaver, <laughs> you know, sitting on the table there, too. So
0: He just has the castration rubber bands, like, ready to yes. go. He's just like – So we have this tool here. You being a farmer, Mr. Faber, would probably know what it is. And are like, no, yes. your God, no. <laughs> right? Exactly.
2: Yeah, you – <laughs> you can now sing falsetto right, exactly.
0: congratulations it reminds me of that family guy episode but so that would be fun that would be it'd be difficult to look her in the eye at the next neighborhood pizza party i would imagine uh or maybe right. not i mean maybe you would look at her and be like yeah you know you know now <laughs> like that, be, no, that's what she said it'd be that's what i saw <laughs> right, again, <laughs> right. that would be a fun one that's a, yeah i uh I don't have any type of uh, insight into that side of things. Other than I know yesterday, uh, Carl looked over at me and like with this look on his face, and I said, What? He said, Did you read about? I said, Read about what? Because he's like, Did you read the article? And like, About what? About the birth control pill recall. You like,
3: like all panicked, and
0: I'm like, "Yeah, it's, it's we're cool. It's fine." Yeah, you tell Colton's little brother that. I'm like, "No, I promise, it's okay." So that's, uh, he was uh, he was he was scared for a moment. You could, definitely but at least he sent the uh, sample
3: in because I have a friend who just had a baby because her husband did not follow up with the sample
0: and just assumed it all went well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I had a friend in, in high school whose um, dad had had a vasectomy 15 years before she was born. <laughs> um, So I bet that was an oh, awkward geez. conversation in the house. Yeah. That was... She She came out, I guess. I don't know. That would be awkward. That would be hard. So I don't know, as best. a wife. <laughs> yeah. That's why you'd want to kill your husband, one, and then, B, be like, okay, I I swear it's yours. Like... And then pray to God it comes out looking like him, I guess, at the same time. So (laughs) that's always a fun one. And so, what, how old are your kids now? Is your youngest three now? Or.
2: Yeah, uh, she turns three here in a month. So we've got a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and uh, a three-year-old. Nice. So, wow. or no, two. I'm sorry, she, two. Or she turns two. two. You're oh, right. She no, turns no. two. How yeah. do you feel
0: That's about sh- four-year-olds? She's I, wrong, wrong.
3: I mean, yeah. everyone talks about the terrible twos, the terrorist threes, but man, I tell you, those f- fours are the worst. Hot.
1: She said it first. <laughs> <Not that. laughs>
0: Right? <laughs> right. Jack been on her best my behavior.
3: My youngest was so sweet until she turned, she was almost mm-hmm. four, and then it was like the evil came out. She'd been saving it.
2: Uh, yeah, for us, it was three. three. Three was a bad one, but then it varies by kid, yeah. too. It's amazing all these personalities come, come out, right? And uh, I mean, my. And they pers- all
1: come out at once.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Well, I think you see your own flaws yeah. in your kids, too, right? I mean, yeah. <clears throat> oh, God, yeah. yes.
1: They just keep coming, don't worry.
3: (laughs) So, I'm curious since you have three little girls, I have two little girls. By chance, do your girls also pee in buckets? Because mine feel the need to pee in buckets in the playroom.
2: (laughs) Really? We haven't experienced that one They must be watching their mother.
1: They tried to blame it on the dog. No, I'm not. Yeah, they wow. tried to blame it on the dog. The bucket's probably bigger. It than It
3: is the, dog, the isn't bucket it? was bigger than the dog. There's no way its leg was getting up there. So I got yeah.
0: once in the litter box. Sometimes I'm like, are they really girls right. or are they it's boys? Because sometimes Yeah, I, we did that once. I think in our litter box upstairs. It, it was only once. It ended. It wasn't a good deal. We got a lot of trouble for that one. Yeah, I don't know. Little girls are 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 fun. I think I I am glad that we had a little boy though.
3: Like, fun
0: that you need one? Like, you need no. one, Angie? mm No, no. I just got a <laughs> Nine, nine months
2: from tonight. I, that's I, I,
0: just, <laughs> I got a girl kitten, so that counts. I'll just put skirts on her like a real crazy person. But, um, yeah, I'm actually really glad because we have 17 totes of, like, clothes that I bought for Colton over the last two years. And so I can't even imagine if, like, I got to pick out, like, ruffle butts and skirts and stuff like that. Like, it would be ridiculous so it's probably best that we just don't maybe it'd be good for the economy but probably best we just don't so so they they do they help out much i mean they're young obviously but do they help out much on the farm at, at this point or are they going to i mean what is your take on on that side of things i mean you know being a dad being a farmer growing up on a farm um you know is it one of those did you ever have the people be like oh well you know, are you going to keep trying for a boy? You know what I mean. Like at, in in our industry, as much as we want to say everyone's very equal and stuff like that, you still have this idea that you have to have this male, um, you know, male child to, to, carry, to carry on, on the, name. the name. Yeah, I mean, do you feel yeah. that? Do you see that? Do you? I mean, do you even have you even thought about it? Yeah. Like now he's going to go cry no, to sleep. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. Hope that the second visit no can be and, failed.
2: And- <laughs> no i do hear that quite a bit i mean a lot of people say oh you're gonna try for the boy and uh, not really i mean i'm happy with where things are at i mean i think the landscape is Mm -hmm. changing you know there are more and more women i mean it's particular in the dairy industry a lot of the pharmaceutical reps and you know a lot of the salespeople now more and more are women and you know there's a lot of good jobs and good careers in those kind of fields and and that's awesome you know i'm excited for it um if my, if my daughter wanted to, to dairy and come on board, I'm fine with that too, you know. Um, yeah, we'll see what the future holds. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Some of the struggles we have out here too is we're living in, yeah, a state that doesn't really like dairies and agriculture, and so it's a constant battle. And so I don't know what the future is, whether it's here or somewhere else. Um, I, I'm not excited to move somewhere, but, you know, that's pr- – Place to move probably is go to the Midwest. That's, you know really what I mean? cool That's where the go where learn. the grain is. But
1: so do you? Do you raise any grain? No, while
2: well, we raise silage corn, so we raise.
1: Uh, you you do raise, yeah. raise yeah. your yeah. own silage corn.
2: Yeah, so okay. it doesn't get hot enough by us, and so we're doing anywhere from yeah seventy three to what 85, 86 day corn. So it's stuff just designed for mm-hmm. for silage. Um, so, yeah, no, a real moderate climate uh, and that and cows tend mm-hmm. to milk well out here just because it doesn't happy. get super hot. We don't get a lot of humidity. They're, they're of happy cows in Washington. <laughs> California stole it, but it's actually from Washington. So,
3: yeah, well, I hate to tell you, I know that at least one of those happy cows from the California oh, commercials funny. is from northern Illinois.
2: Is that right? <laughs> that's funny
0: that's so no and, and and I think that's I think that kind of you know harkens back to this idea of you know almost controlling your child's future like there's the I don't know it's a weird thing once you be like when you're pregnant you have all of these hopes and ideas and all of these things of how it's going to be you know and I was thinking about that this morning like on a far lesser scale You know, my idea when I was pregnant was my child will eat balanced meals. He will like fruits and vegetables. I will introduce them to him at an early age and he will eat them. (laughs) And that did work. But now he's two and I'm trying to figure out different ways to make chicken tenders and french fries every freaking meal because that's basically all he wants to eat right now. And having him have food in his system, you know, is, is a far better thing than me winning some stupid challenge I put in my head, you know, before I was a mom. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's, it's just a weird idea. Yeah. Yep. I think you adjust, yeah.
3: you know, then you just hope that they yeah. use the toilet to pee in and not <laughs> a bucket in the playroom. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fingers crossed.
3: You hope that your five-year-old stops saying, let's go kick some ass before the so- Pee Wee soccer game That's- starts.
0: See, Karen, these are all <laughs> things she's picking up from somewhere. Um, I'm starting to wonder. So now she wants yeah. to know why
3: God made bad words if we weren't supposed to say them.
0: That is very true. Yeah. I'm with now- her.
1: And the- and and someone made
0: them bad words. Word.
1: I mean, <laughs> hey, somewhere someone said, "I make that a bad word." I have
0: decided that's a terrible word. It's just word someone's to use. opinion. Yeah, I I don't know. My mom told me that the other day, you know you need to stop swearing when he's in the room, right? And I'm like, I eh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, my mom used to tell me when I was a kid, if you swear when you're mad, you know it's a habit. Right.
0: Yeah, f- whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, mom. Whatever.
1: For a while, the youngest used to call the older one a bitch,
3: and they're both under five. So, yeah. What but I, I don't school. usually use that word. Well, maybe she was behaving like a bitch. As long as yeah. it's
0: used in the proper context, I have a hard time saying no. I don't...
1: Exactly right. I, I agree I'm 100%. percent just raising a little
0: grain trader. What can I say? Um, so... No, I don't know. I think uh, being a parent is a is the funnest, most challenging thing I have ever done, and and uh, my hats come off for anyone that has more than one. Honestly, <laughs> because I have one, and and I think to myself, really
1: learning learning to water ski was challenging and fun. It was a lot easier. There. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I mean. That last night, I felt so terrible. It was Colton's birthday, and he was being such a butthole. Like, we skipped cake and ice cream, and he didn't care, because he doesn't really like cake, so he's obviously not mine.
1: Yeah, he could have given it. Yeah,
0: and I was devastated, because I had, like, I had a salad for lunch to prepare for cake and ice cream after dinner, and so, you know, sacrifices are real (laughs) as a parent, so...
1: Oh Yeah, this morning I forgot to take last day of school pictures of my kids. I mean, I have one graduating tomorrow from high school, and I'm like, send me a selfie. And I'm pretty sure she was flipping <laughs> me off. It. It's always And again, a you know that she's and your kid. I mean yeah she's my kid totally and i'm like nah, i can't even be a good parent on facebook
0: because right. i don't have how a decent picture of compare. my kid on the last yeah, day of school I, how can i compare yeah. um no and that's so as you're heading into father's day you know moms are always kind of a little whiny um you go to a mom's group which i'm sure you're not a part of uh Dwayne, but it happens they exist He's and they're the scary. scary cows that's kind of his mom's group Right? That's how you can talk to them about it. But uh, for Father's Day, like, what does a dad expect for Father's Day? What is your ideal Father's Day celebration? Probably socks. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I need something my big toe
2: won't fall out of. Yeah, socks in Michigan, right? (laughs) Right. Right? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, usually usually just hanging out with family and uh, go to the in-laws, go to the folks and yeah, it's not hanging basket season like for mothers. I feel like it's all ties and socks for uh, for dads. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It feels like it kind of falls to the wayside. I mean, it's important, right. right? But it just kind of, um, I don't know. We aren't big celebrators of it. Uh, you know, in the past, it, we've just traveled back to Michigan. So Carl's like, what do you want to do for Mother's Day? Well, I like to go mushrooming, and Mother's Day happens to be – you know, typically when the mushrooms are popping in the woods and stuff like that. So we head back to Michigan and and do that. And that's all I request of him is like being able to, to go back and spend time with family, which is probably far over and above any other Mother's Day gift, any other husband gives to his <laughs> wife. But. Really?
1: Because what Chris says to me is, you ain't <laughs> <not> my mother. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Literally, his favorite line, you're not my mother.
2: <gasps> yeah, my- oh, so my,
1: my line sister. to him is, you're not my father.
2: Right? My, my wife doesn't trust me. My, my wife just goes and buys her own gift, and then she says, oh, don't worry, this is my her mother's,
1: mother's Day. See? There you go. Yeah. Mother's Day is always right. in the field
3: here, and so my mom decided decades ago that Mother's Day would be Father's Day, because even if it rained, the biggest thing she got to do was go to Farm and Fleet, and then she would take Father's Day, and that would be Mother's Day, because they wouldn't be in the
1: field by then. <laughs> I think I love your mother.
2: <laughs> that See, just, I, I, what I've what I got happened. like... I've got like PTSD as a child. I mean, it'd come Christmas time and we'd go to the extended family and I'd get like a Velcro wallet for Mickey <laughs> Mouse and I'm 15. And you're going to get beat so up for it? I, I, I just prefer not to get anything. Yeah, I did get beat up for it. <laughs> somebody, somebody
0: else
1: wanted
2: it. Oh, that is funny. So do the
1: girls like to hang out with you at the barns?
2: Yeah, they do. With, with cows? More and more. It's starting to come out. The oldest one's probably going to be more of the cow animal person. Um,
1: isn't it funny how you can tell when they're yeah. you know, who likes, who likes cattle, who likes equipment, who likes, you know, whatever. Right.
2: And, and I think you do lose something too, as you get bigger. I mean, the, uh, there, there's certain jobs and tasks that you need somebody to do basically all day when we are feeding calves, it's 250, 300 calves. You know, when I was growing right. up, it was 25 and that was my responsibility all through high school, you know, and it's hard to just plug somebody in. And so, but that, I think those are great lessons is teaching them that kind of stuff. And, but the oldest is showing more interest now in 4-H and showing cows. She's got a friend that does it. Now she wants to do it. And so that's exciting. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to share those experiences and, you know, that, that's kind of neat. So, and the, the business has changed so much too, right? It, it's like the guy that loves tractor work and wants to be a corn farmer. That's not the business, right? The business is running a a $5 million operation that you have to worry about margins. Yeah. You know, the the sitting in the tractor. Yeah, a lot of times
1: now, yeah, it's coming down to – yeah, you either have to learn to manage from the tractor seat, or you're a man, or or just manage, and people are doing. Yep. The hands-on work.
2: Absolutely, and and the dairy especially has gone that way. I mean, margins get thin, and you know you have to be. I mean, it used to be the guy that worked 14 hours a day got ahead, and now it's the person that has the sharpest pencil, you know, and is calculating what his you know <laughs> Q1 numbers were, and and they weren't that impressive, by the way. So. It, uh, <laughs>
1: you <laughs> weren't the greatest you'd rather be in the barn milk right
2: sometimes right I mean sometimes it's nice just to be able to clock in and clock out and not have any of the stress when you're a business owner you take all that stress home with you and it's easy for people no, to look, believe me yeah looking from the outside oh you know you're doing this you're not doing that you know but at the same time you're not the one tossing and turning all night <laughs> wondering how you're gonna pay the grain bill you know and send exactly. send all that money back to the Midwest and um <laughs> So no, it, uh, we thank you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So no, it, it, and I think that also opens up more room, uh, for my daughters, you know, down the road where, where to be a good dairy farmer, it's going to take somebody that's intelligent and not somebody that has a strong back, yeah. you know, and so there, there yeah. is opportunity in the operation that way. And we had, you know, Angie, you talked about it earlier too. There's a lot of pressure on, boys and sons to come and take over the farming operation, there's a lot of owners that shouldn't be in their particular field, but they felt the pressure from mom and dad to to do this. You know, and and I feel sorry for them. I feel sorry for people that grow up on these, you know, century old farms that, oh, hey, you know, the farm hasn't improved or modernized in the last 75 years, but now you're going to be the one that sells the cows or sells the land or, you know, can't keep it going. I mean, that's that's such an unfair burden on on these people, you know. And so and and my parents are really good about that, too. They encourage me to go work for other people, you know, and find out if this is really what you want, you know, and go out and experience life a little bit. You know, if you don't want to be a farmer, we're not going to push you into it. And, And I feel like there is a lot of that pressure. And and that's not fair to. Yeah to any of them. No,
0: and I think it's so. something that we can look at as parents is it, you know is is and you don't you don't realize it. I mean, I think I re- honestly don't think you, anyone uh truly realizes um you know what we do with our kids. Like it, it, I'm seeing it. I see it a lot right now. We were talking about the other day in like sports and you know dance especially right now and and stuff like that. Like there are several people on my Facebook feed right now that they were, they love dance or they wished they'd have been in dance or they, whatever it is. And right now they, they load up and parade their seven-year-old, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, I had a, another mom the, the other day that was like, my my son suck. doesn't want to play baseball yeah. anymore. And and he was going to play for the Yankees. And it's like, well, I wonder why, you know what I mean? Like he's 12. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the Yankees are terrible anyway. Hello. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> So True, you could, but you know, well, it's just it was an, an amazing thing Yankees. to me where it was like, <laughs> do you realize the pressure that you're putting on him? Like, no wonder he's not excited to go to practice anymore. Like, you're, it's no longer fun, and and so I think we have to be careful to do the same thing from a farming standpoint. Now, obviously, there are a lot of kids that wake up, they grow. They, I mean, they're born to farm. It's it's in their blood. Like, I mean, how many little boys do you see? Uh, you know, that, that are, they just want to be like dad. And, and so there's, there's nothing wrong with that. But if they ever come to, to you and say, you know, I don't really want to do this, I think you've got to kind of keep your expectations in check when it comes to you know, what you...
1: You gotta keep from smacking your 18-year-old yeah. when she says, I don't want to work with pigs. Yeah. She loves pigs.
0: She's just, just trying so to yeah. she's um, being she's, yeah. Like, cool. My she five-year-old so, said
3: that she was going to get me fired from my job because then we could be like the neighbors who get to play outside more because their mom is just a mom and she doesn't have a job.
0: <laughs> well, that's always funny.
3: Five-year-olds are hard. Guilt this week, oh, let me tell you, but...
0: Yeah, that's I was gonna say. Five year olds are. Hard. That's my sister had her five year old tell her the one time that uh, he wishes he lived at our cousin's house uh, because they have fun stuff. <laughs> uh, my yeah. kids tell me that so time still. I think that all the time still. My eighteen year old just said it to me the other day so. But you oh, know, yeah. I uh, I I really appreciate I, your I, humor. You know what I mean? We really appreciate the the humor that you share on Twitter. We appreciate the way you come at it. Uh, and surely you have another story for us to share. One more before we wrap
2: it up. One, um, I was driving around with my daughter. We were making parts runs. I was talking to employees, and she said she looked at me up at me and she said, <laughs> "Dad, do you, do you work?" <laughs> so apparently it's not (laughs) that impressive uh being a dairy farmer i don't know she's
0: like nope we don't Mm -hmm. need you to to uh uh, come on board so no that's right that's Mm -hmm. funny yeah so i mean and that's i think all of our kids have a certain level of of you know they're trying to figure out what the hell we do uh my poor kid is is gonna grow up like having nightmares about wheat Probably is my guess. So
3: my kids have nightmares
0: about damaged soybeans from last summer. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're still sad about it. So <laughs> but on that note, you know, we appreciate you coming on. We definitely thank you um, for your humor and uh, thank you for being uh, our hot mess dad and egg. And, uh, you know, uh, that's about it. I got anything else to say. I ran out. All right. <laughs> that's yeah, all we're that's thanking it. you for. I mean, Absolutely. everything else uh, to- your wife can thank you for later. We, <laughs> sent, her in, we sent her instructions. Um, <laughs> <that's>, the safe word's <laughs> Oklahoma later, by the way. That's um, right. So you'll need to put the lotion on your skin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot to tell you Oklahoma,
2: that. Oklahoma, <laughs> but you didn't. I think Rob uses that one too.
0: That's why, because he stole it from us. Did he
2: really? I don't know.
0: I got nothing.
1: I still think the funniest thing is when you said, I said, we use safe words and you said, well, it can't be harder because I learned my lesson the first time. (laughs)
0: That was awesome. That was <laughs> you, win. you win. You win. You win today. So so thanks for for coming aboard and and we appreciate it. Keep up the good funny work there and and uh, everyone that's listening, mom especially. Um, go buy more cheese. Get yourself some milk. Uh, import it from uh, Washington to help
2: the the favorite. And we just set
3: the dairy so, so we can smoke pot, eat edibles, and get tattoos.
2: <laughs> come come yeah. on by. Yeah.
0: that'll be our. There we go yep that's our that's our tweet up so Kay. so yeah we thank you and uh our listeners will be back next week uh same time same place with another um gripping tale of awesomeness and agriculture so until then try to sleep at night um you know barring <laughs> your excitement so have a good one